Hello, my friend. I thought that I was I'm I'm knee deep in like a whole bunch of things, but I thought that it would be so interesting to talk to you about this new thing that I recently not like found for the first time in my life, but you know how you can like rediscover things. You know that feeling where you're you you had a period where you were super interested in something and then you kind of lost it or you or it disappeared on you and then after some time you find it again and you're like oh my goodness let me dive into this yeah something like that well i had a similar experience it wasn't the oh my goodness let me dive into this again it was oh yeah i forgot i forgot that this existed <laughs> like taylor swift song i forgot that you existed <laughs> similar on disney plus which i am borrowing from a friend uh, she she was like, here's my password. Just go enjoy it as a guest. I was like, all right, thank you. I found short movies. And this is a six-minute short film. It's called Destino, made by Disney, based on a work by Salvador Dali and somebody else. Yeah, that's a bit awkward that I don't know who exactly but it's like it's it's such an interesting short story because you constantly see i i love this about this kind of art you constantly see everything flow into the next thing and you're like how am i gonna do i do i understand everything which to which the answer is no can i keep up with the story to which the answer is kind of probably barely trying to hang it on there here and I just I'm loving it. It's it's so interesting. I want to watch more of them, but I thought I would just share with you that I watched one, <laughs> and that you should try it sometime. I don't know if you have Disney Plus, but you can find shorts. Basically, it's it's like you go to movies and then you just go. They're called shorts. You know how there's a, a short film festival. I think all films are like shorter than half an hour, which is also a pretty cool concept. Because you can just kind of binge them <laughs> if you would want. But this one is, is very interesting because it's it's like animation and there's a story there. But the story constantly like changes and evolves and you kind of know where it's going, but you don't. And it ends in a way that you're like, what? And then you're like, wait, what? And then all the stuff happens in between that you're like, what? And it's amazing because you understand it and at the same time you're so confused by it all the time. Which I love. This is art. Art is flipping confusing. Half the time it's not worth your money. And that's not true. More than half the time it's not worth your money. But it's also great. And we wouldn't want our life to be without. So this short six minute film. Which feels longer by the way. I was watching it. And at some point I was like. How long is this going to take? And I was three minutes in. I was like. Okay so you couldn't watch this for half an hour. <laughs> you would go insane. But for a six minute thing. It was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty interesting. Although I did check the time. But I have a tendency to do that. Like I need to know how long something's going to take. I don't even know. I don't have a good reason for that. I, I just need to know how long something's going to take and how long I've already done it. Like, I sometimes, you know, on YouTube, how you can make a playlist with the stuff you want to watch. I sometimes just I put all the videos in my list so that I can see. Like, it's, it's like a dopamine hit. Like, I accomplished watching six videos because I've been procrastinating on my actual life. So, <laughs> like, that is 
a thing for me. I don't know if you have this. I don't know if you do this. I for sure do this. I just have a list with all the YouTube videos. And then I I would also, everything I watch, I put like on like up above the video I'm watching currently. So that I can see this is video 8 out of 15. And I've already seen 7. Like, look at me. I'm so good. <laughs> I'm amazing at procrastinating. I'm messing up my rest of my life. But at least I do this well. Yeah, that's me sometimes when I'm just like lazy. Not even bored. I I am not easily bored. I can be so happy going for a walk with nothing and nobody. Or with my dog, honestly. That was the last two weeks. Um, I can be so happy just laying on my bed, staring at the ceiling and just letting my mind wander. Like, I am, I am, I don't think I've been bored in years. I, I truly think so. I don't know. I don't remember a time where I think I've, I think I've been bored like two years ago. I think I said one day to my mom, I was like, I was bored. But actually that was, I didn't want to do anything I had to do. And so I procrastinated. Which later, you know, I came to regret, but that's 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 a normal feeling. But on that day, I just didn't want to do anything. You know how you have days, pardon, where you don't want to do anything? There's all the stuff you have to do. Like you look at the ocean of tasks that's in front of you. And then you just turn around and you look at nothing that's behind you, you know, yeah. And then you're like, what am I going to do? I don't know what to do. I have nothing to do. And you know it's a lie. You're very much aware it's a lie. But it's a comfortable one. So we make it to ourselves and we stick with it. I have nothing to do. I have no clue what I want to be doing. I will do nothing. And I will just sit here until I know what to do. I have the tendency to then come up with something new. For which I don't. I think I talked about this with before with you but i i come up with something new for which i don't have the time when actually my life you know when i when i'm like oh shit i actually have like a life to take care of but for a week or something i will i will definitely just chase down myself into this one topic and very specifically deep dive and learn everything i possibly can and very often later on it comes in handy like i had the week at my parents where i deep dove into youtube how it works, the algorithm, the whole title subscript thing, which I'll be I'll be needing for my job. So that's a it's a good time investment. At the same time, it's procrastination. I had other stuff that was a priority, but I did those things at night because during the day I just didn't have the the, the motivation to do them, or I just didn't want to do them. I I even had the motivation because I knew it had to get done. I knew I wanted to do it. I still didn't, though, which is a terrible habit, but a true one. And so I thought I would share it with you. (laughs) I bet you have had these moments, too. Maybe you're having it right now, which is why you're listening to this podcast, which if you like this podcast, please follow this podcast. Give it a review if you can and send it to someone who might enjoy this podcast as well. Next to that, though, this is a true problem. I I truly believe that if I didn't procrastinate, I would be so much better at so many different things. I would be so much better at, at flirting. I would be so much better at the work I do. I would be so much better at my university studies, like my 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 courses when I have them, all the stuff. And at the same time, I'm totally fine with me procrastinating because I get my creative ideas. I get my 
my weird things that lead to cool stuff. You know, I think you know what I'm saying. But if you don't, I mean, like, when you let your mind wander, you fix it fixes your problems for you. But if you're constantly going, 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 it doesn't have the time to wander and it won't be able to fix your problems for you. This is why when you're super stressed and you just go for a walk without anything, like, and then I mean, not like leave your keys at home. No, don't be stupid. But I mean, leave your phone at home. Just be unreachable for an hour. Just go for a walk. Nobody can reach you. Nobody can catch you with anything, like nothing. Go for a walk. Enjoy nature. Enjoy the view. And then when you get back, you will be so much more creative. You will be so much more open to new ideas. And your brain has had the space to maybe come up with a solution for a problem you've been trying to figure out for days. And I know this is common advice, but that's because it's true. It's not a cliche because people just kind of say it because they can. It's a cliche because it's true. Your brain, when it's super busy, can't... Also, compartmentalize all your problems and put them in solving mode. It needs space to do that. It needs space. We all need space. I need space. That's why I'm back in my in my university study. I needed space for my family. I was like, okay, I love you guys. I really do. But if I'm going to stay for another week, I'm not going to like you as much anymore. So I'm going to go and I'll be back. Or you'll be coming to me. Which, by the way, is a whole other story. Because today I got an email from... I, so I emailed the university I'm going to, which is in a different city, because I was supposed to move there, but I got sick. And then I just did not feel like moving, right? But now on the 31st of August, my university year starts. And I emailed them and I, I got an email back that the university year is going to be in person as much as possible. It's not going to be online. They're not an online university. It's going to be in person. I was like, oh, shit. That means three to four days a week in person class. Which means I would have to travel five hours a day, four days a week. I can't do that. That would drive me insane. Now, I don't know in which country you're listening, like which country you're listening from. In the Netherlands, five hours of travel is insane. I know there's other places where that's normal. I've been to Canada. I lived there for half a year. It was very different when I was in Canada. Like traveling times are very, very different. Probably in the US, probably in other countries as well. But in the Netherlands, it's too much. If you have to take an hour, that's like max. For me, at least. For me, it's max. Because right now, I'm cycling everywhere, which means max 20 minutes. In high school, it was an hour cycling, which is still my maximum amount. Like, if I have to cycle further than an hour, it's too far. I don't mind doing it, but it's, like, not a daily habit. It's it's not going to be a daily habit. Anyway... So now I'm like, okay, so I do have to move, which which basically means I was planning to move to my new city. Then I got sick and I decided after a month and a half, two months of being sick, that I was not going to move. And, then, and now I have no choice but to move to the new city. And I'm just like, so <laughs> are you playing a prank on me? I was literally, I, so I had a whole thing with a, a whole issue with religion that some parts of it I get, some parts of it I can't get behind. Like it doesn't fit with me. And I, I'm I'm trying to figure it out. I still am. I'm still trying to figure it out because a lot of people died and I got sick. And I was just like, you know, I can pray, but it's not fixing anything. So this is not helping. But what I did over the past week was God, let me okay. 
here here it is i'm giving control to you i have no flipping clue what to do anyway so i'm just gonna give it to you you know you you got it and then from you i will get peace i give you the control so i can stop worrying i will get peace i got my peace and then i got that email and i was like all right so i'm moving <laughs> and i have complete peace with it i don't know where i'm moving i don't know when i'm moving i don't know how i'm moving i don't know if i'm gonna get a room before the uni uni year starts because it starts on the 31st of august which i thought it started the week after so i'm gonna get vaxxed on the 2nd of september in the middle of my first week of university it's a whole mess but you know what it's fine because somehow in my in my like inner inner being in my stomach i'm fine i have peace it's gonna be a stressful period of time it's gonna be a lot and at the same time i'm totally fine with it and that knowledge that feeling i'm like i'm just gonna keep this feeling i'm just gonna give control to god and i'm just gonna figure it out from here and now maybe this whole god thing turns you off but i do think you have some inner feeling of something being right for you or wrong for you and as soon as i realized or learned that i had no choice but to move to rotterdam which is the city I'm moving to. Right now I'm living in Nijmegen, if you want to look it up. Um, if you live anywhere that's not the Netherlands, you'll probably think it's very short as a distance. If you live in the Netherlands, you'll think it's very far. If you live in a country smaller than the Netherlands, you'll think it's very far. Like, this is just general, you know, like, map, Google Maps feelings when you live in a country like Canada or the US or you live in a country like the Netherlands you're like how small is that and we're like tiny very tiny but we're awesome <laughs> which I truly believe we, we are so anyway so I will be moving somewhere next month hopefully if I get a room I have everybody I I texted so many people and uh, like by the way change your plans again <laughs> because i was like at the beginning of the summer i was like i'm moving to rotterdam then i got sick i was like flip no i'm staying here and now i'm like okay so i'm moving to rotterdam and so if you know anybody that knows anybody that's got a room please let me know and <laughs> this has been my my life now i i today i texted i texted my cousin i texted my friend i i have another friend to text by the way oh that's a good point and I signed up for all these rooms a couple days ago already. Like, I already knew. Like, there was some inner feeling that was like, yeah, you might as well just sign up for some rooms because you're probably going to need them. And and now I'm just like, well, I'll just keep signing up for or sending messages out to rooms, viewings, and then uh, we'll see. And I'll just talk to everybody about it. Like, yeah, I'm moving to Rotterdam. I need an affordable room. I need a room. I need a room. Hi, I need a room. If you know anybody, I need a room. And I also got accepted as a impact coach an impact coach which is also in Rotterdam which which is funny because what it kind of means is that if I find a room in Rotterdam right I will be living with people and then I will have my master's which is in person so I will meet people and I will have my impact coach thing which will be in person which I will meet a lot of people also before end of August like before my university year starts because it starts on the 31st and I'll meet them on the 22nd. Yeah, 22nd. Important. And I I will already build a life. Be, I I had I taught myself something. And this might be a good thing for you to learn as well. I don't know if you need this, but 
I was so happy when I finally taught myself this. How to build a life. Okay, this might sound stupid. But whenever you move somewhere new, you need to rebuild your life, right? You need to build a life for yourself in the place that you're that you're arriving at. Because you leave the life you have. You leave the friends. You leave the, the hobbies. You leave anything you can't pick up and take with you or that's not online. You leave behind. So I look at my life. And because of COVID, a couple things are already online, right? So my job is online. And my rethinking economic stuff is all online. So it doesn't matter where I live for those things. Then I have my friends. I'm going to have to meet new people. So what did what am I already doing to set myself up for success? I'm looking for a room in a house or an apartment with other people. I'm going to be an impact coach, which means I'm going to le- meet lots of people. And I'm going to go do my master's in the new city. So I'm going to meet other students with similar interests. So I'm going to have to find new friends. I'm going to have to find a room. So I'm already looking for a place to stay because I need a home, right? So I have people looking out for me and I'm looking myself. I'm going to have to look out for my health. Well, I'm still fixing my health issue. But once I got it figured out, I plan on going exercising. I plan on either joining a gym or joining a sports club somewhere. I need a job. Well, I have an online job and I would really like to work in a restaurant again. So once I figure out where I'm going to live, I hope to find a restaurant in like 10 minutes walking distance from there and just get a job there. Or I signed, I I applied for this uh, podcaster. um, What was it? It was like writing about podcasts for a newspaper, which I think is super cool, which I hope to get. I don't know if I will because I don't have the experience they're probably looking for, but I still sign up because I was like, fuck, I want to try this. And then hobbies. You need to do stuff next to study and work. And that will basically be exploring the city and dating, probably. Because if I'm leaving this city, I I want to date here once I'm healthy enough to do so. But I also kind of really just want to date in the city where I'm going to live. Even though, here's the problem, right? When I look at my, my plans, I'm going to be moving cities or places so many times in the next couple of years. That there's no point in waiting to date for me. Because I'm not going to be living in one place as a... like stable place for living for the next five or ten years i did that for my first 18 years of my life i did that basically in this city except for the half a year in canada oh no that's not true because i also with covid went back to my living with my parents for a half a year so i i did that till i was 18 and now i want to live in many different places and so i realized i can't wait till i settle down in the city to meet somebody that's not gonna work i just have to go and date and figure out this dating thing which i'm still figuring out right but honestly i love dating i don't know how you feel about it but i really enjoy doing it so i really want to get back into it once i'm healthy enough to have a meal with someone and not feel sick because of the food or can sit without pain and so if i turn it doesn't hurt you know stuff like the basics so then you also want to be able, like, you also want to, and also my hobby is like rethinking economics. Learning Spanish is a hobby I want to get into further again. Yeah, podcasting for rethinking economics is a hobby. Honestly, I'm just doing that because I love doing that. And I'm I'm freelancing as a podcast editor. I still need to figure out how to 
how to do that whole selling yourself thing. I'm not that good at it. So yeah, I'm I'm still learning that, but I uh, as a freelancer I need a I need a second stream of income. That's why I'm doing it. So I I just need a second stream of freelance income whether the work is writing about podcasts or podcast editing. I I love doing all the stuff around podcasts. I realized this is something I really love to do. I really love to be around, work in all that stuff. I I mean I love talking to you, but this is really this is an unfiltered, unedited podcast. I just start rambling and and I just finish before the thirty minutes hit most of the time. I I try to do that, okay? <laughs> like, yeah, and and if you build it, so if you build your life like that, right? You need a reason to get out of the house every day. You need to eat healthy. You need to sleep well. You need to make friends. You need to move your body so exercise you need to have you need to grow whether that's studying self-education all that stuff you need hobbies um you need to visit your family let me let me you need a job i think those are the basics job family and friends um job family and friends hobbies and like dating or relationship and then you have your your primal thing. I, I remember this Daniel Schloss um, puzzle thing that he says, and I I love the I love the I love the analogy he makes that your life is a puzzle. And I I edited it a bit more for myself that like your life is a puzzle. Wherever you go, you will leave pieces of your puzzle of who you are there, and you will pick up new pieces. And those pieces will not perfectly fit in the puzzle you have, so you have to adjust, so you have to change and grow as a person. And your puzzle is constantly evolving, and that's good, that's better. And I was looking at my life, and I was thinking about my my life and my friendships, and I realized that there's, there's stuff as well that I can learn in Rotterdam, and people I'll meet when I move, because I don't have a choice but to move and I also don't have a choice but to meet new people because I need friends I love having friends but my friends live all over and right now I have a couple no not two I have like seven friends that live right where I live and I see them when I'm here I see them like daily but when I move I need new friends who are that close physically not like with distance not just over text or over call but i need them i need to be able to physically go knock on their door during a day and be like hey i need to talk or hey i need some help with this or if i call them it doesn't it shouldn't take them two hours to get to me like you know i you need a good neighbor is better than a faraway friend it's a it's it's in english is butchered but it's a dutch saying you need good neighbors you need people who are close in like distance wise next to friends who are close emotionally you know because you can have amazing friendships but if they live super far away and you have an emergency they are not coming to help you because they physically can't come they can't be there in time when you need them so you need people who are actually living close physically which is why i will need to make new friends in person 
And that's really good for me. I love doing that, to be honest. I love talking to people, but it's always a bit awkward in the beginning, right? You're you're trying to find your way. You're trying. You're always awkward in the beginning. But everybody is, and that's the beauty of doing a master degree for me because you're all new in the master. You don't know. I mean, they might know people, but if you do an economics bachelor, everybody goes everywhere. So the chances of you knowing everybody who goes into the master, especially if it's health economics, which is a small niche thing, are the chances are pretty small. And so you'll you get into new groups, and I hope that you know I hope to get new friends out of that. So yeah, we'll see about that. But that would be fun, I guess. <laughs> and yeah, like meet when you build your life, put yourself into into a position where you have to meet lots of people. And put yourself into a position where you have to get out of the house daily. Put yourself in a position where you learn the city or the place where you're going to live now. Work on your health. Make sure that you're healthy in an emotional way. That you talk to people daily. In a physical way that you exercise. And that you sleep well. Sleep is so important. Whoever said that sacrifice your sleep to work better. No! You're going to work shittier when you don't sleep properly. So. Put your sleep into perspective and make that a priority. And eat healthy, all these different things, right? Take care of yourself, the whole thing, your whole self, not just a little part. Also, your finances, so get a job that pays. And also, your sense of meaning, volunteer, like I'm going to do as a young impact coach or do something else. All these different things, right? Put your life in order. Set yourself up for success. Build a life and and how much of it you can build beforehand build beforehand but if you can't when you get there make sure that you 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 have these aspects and you're like okay how am i going to build my life i'm going to build it on these pillars because then if one pillar falls away my health fell away but i have my life built up out of all these different pillars and because of that i was okay I mean, I was sick, so I wasn't okay and every like everything. But I had friends and family who looked after me. I had a job that wasn't going anywhere. I and I tried to work. I had an internship that I love to do, so I was going there even though I was in pain, which you know is not always the healthiest thing to do. But I was eating healthy. I was sleeping well, and so when that one thing fell away, the rest of my life was still there to pick me up. And so I wasn't falling into this deep black hole, which sometimes when we move places, that's what happens, right? People are like, I moved and I fell into this hole and I didn't know what to do. Build yourself a life. Do it intentionally. What do I want my life to look like when I go there? Okay. What are the different pillars that I need to build this life upon? Okay. It's health. It's work. It's studies. It's personal growth. It's hobbies. It's uh, exercising. All these different, it's friends and family, all these different things. Set yourself up for success before you move as much as you can. And then when you move, audit it. Is it what I want it to be like? Does it look like I want it to look like? Are these the friends that I need to step up my game? No. Can I find other people as well who can help me step up my game? And that's how you, in the end, get anywhere. Truly, that's how you get anywhere. So I wanted to just leave you with that because i'm doing this right now i'm setting myself up for success as much as i can of course you can't control life there's no control i'm i gave that up like i said in this episode and i got peace in return but you can build your life you can build the pillars of your life for as much as you can as much as you're allowed to you know by laws of nature and life 
that um, everything is constantly changing. But set yourself up for success as much as you can because you deserve that and you're worth that. And honestly, it will give you so much peace and so much happiness if you do that. You will notice that if you set yourself up for peace and prosperity, you'll get it. Maybe not like this, but you will get it. And I think that that's really important to know that it's in your hands. You get to decide and it's up to you. And that's an amazing thing. That's that's a great opportunity for you to figure your life out and set yourself up for a life that's the way you want it to be. So yeah, with that, I'm leaving you for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please follow the episode. Send it to someone who might like the episode. And yeah, until next time, my friend, have a wonderful evening. Or, or morning or day, whenever you listen to this, honestly. I don't know. But have a wonderful time. Love you.